Welcome back to another episode of R&R. You might remember we're calling these R&R because you're going to get Rachel or Robin. Today it's Robin. And hopefully you'll just get to know us each a little better through these episodes, which we also refer to as R&R because we're hoping that they bring you some rest and rejuvenation as you head into your weekend. We hope that they are something that is calming and life-giving to your heart and to your soul. So today on our episode, my time with you, I'm going to be talking to you about admitting when I need help. I don't know if this is a subject that you struggle with, but my guess is that it's uh, not something that's particularly unique to me. But I'm going to talk about what, why it's hard for me to admit I need help. Uh, and then also, I'd like to share with you, given what's going on with the situation with my son, what God really continues to share with me about this subject of accepting help. So to start this morning, as I was preparing for this episode, I had plugged my phone into the charger and I got it off the charger and I put the phone cover back on it. And um, then I couldn't get any of my phone to work. Like I pushed the home button. It didn't work. I hit the power button and, and, and my phone just wasn't working correct correctly. And it's like this instinctual thing that you just hit the, the button on the right side of the phone and, you know, your screen comes on and it wasn't happening. And it turns out simply I had put the case on backwards. And so my phone was upside down in the case. So that silly situation with my phone points back to the fact that I don't like feeling weak. I don't like physically feeling weak or emotionally or spiritually. I like to be able to turn on my buttons and everything fire up and just feel intuitively like it's working together. It doesn't help either that we live in a culture that doesn't value weakness and it always tells us that we should put on our best face. The whole situation with my son's illness and him being at KU hospital and me not being able to be with him these last few weeks has just reminded me a hundred times over of just how weak and vulnerable I really am. And it's also reminded me that I really don't like being weak. I really appreciate feeling physically, emotionally, and even spiritually strong. And those are emotions and feelings that I've um, struggled to find in these last couple of weeks. And it doesn't help either that our culture is all about their strength, 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 and that it doesn't really give us a space or a vulnerability to be weak. But thankfully, the Bible is not so. And I think God knew we were going to struggle with weakness. And certainly we even see that in Paul's writing over and over again. And he's so beautiful and how he talks about that God's power is made perfect in our weakness. And so I've just had to sit with that and other verses about God welcoming our weakness and that we are blessed when we are poor in spirit and that when we sit that before him. So there's been this struggle for me. I don't know if you hear it, but there's a struggle between knowing that God uses and appreciates our weakness and our vulnerability with this tension of, I don't like the way that feels. And I have to also admit, I've always been hesitant to be real about my weaknesses and not just to people. I've struggled to admit it to myself. So those old habits about preferring to be strong and not being able to admit my weakness, well, let's just say they aren't faring me very well in this season when it feels like life has been turned upside down. So here we are and people are always asking me, how can we help? How can we help? which just even admitting that we need help in some way points me back to my weakness, which is an uncomfortable place for me to be as I've addressed. 
So the first thing that whenever people say, how can we help? The first and foremost, the thing that I will always ask for, the thing that I will beg people to do is to pray for us. I will boldly, boldly, boldly ask people, just go before the throne of God and pray. Pray for Matthew, pray for his spirits, pray for his complete healing, pray for his doctors, pray for the bone marrow that will come from some stranger. Like there's a million things that I would without hesitation ask people to pray for. And I was, I was thinking about like, why is it that I'm willing to ask for that and not to, for other things? I think the main reason is because I absolutely know that of all the things that maybe we need, we need this the most. We absolutely cannot fight this battle. Matthew cannot be healed. We cannot have the strength that we need to get through the day without God's blessing. So I acknowledge completely our desire and our need for God just to be at work in our lives and in our heart and in Matthew's body. That part just seems intuitive that it's just so much bigger than us that the one thing that I desperately want people to do is to be praying. But beyond that, when it comes to someone giving of their resources, let's say their money or their time, I find myself hesitating. If I'm honest, sometimes I even feel bad. I feel bad because I think, well, gosh, someone needs it more than we do. Or I think I should be able to manage this on my own. I should be able to pay for whatever. I should be able to cook a meal for my family. I should be able to get my own groceries. And so I get in this cycle of just somehow this ends up being that I'm not enough, which I know, I know, I know is a lie from the enemy. But I do, I do struggle with uh, this idea that I don't want people sacrificing for me. And I have to ask myself, why? Why? Because I know that sacrificing for others brings such joy and is such a blessing to my life. Why is it so difficult for me to be on the other end of that spectrum? So as I've been sitting with that, this whole idea that it's better to give than receive and how that's been ingrained in me, um, it's taken me a step back and it's really made me evaluate if it's just my pride, right? All these things that um, are letting me block the joy that is coming with these things that people want to give us, which is what I've decided I'm really doing. It's like I am minimizing the joy that people want us to experience when they're trying to bless us. And it's kind of funny because this isn't the first time I've struggled with this. When Matthew was sick the first time, uh, I, I, again, struggled with this. And I thought I'd kind of figured it out. And in fact, since then, I've even, in my speaking engagements, talked about don't block the blessing and how important it is for us to be open to receive blessings from people because um, in doing that, we are allowing them to feel good and to receive that blessing of of being really an image bearer of Christ, of really being the hands and feet of Jesus and how they care for us. And if I don't receive that well, then I'm blocking that. And to reaffirm that for me this week, uh, as I was sitting quietly with God, struggling about this episode, this issue of receiving help, I ran across the scripture and the scripture comes from Matthew 9. And there was something about it that I don't really know why, except that it's probably a little... God wink nudge in my heart. 
that I was like, um, that's, that scripture's interesting. I wonder how that translates in the message. And so sometimes I like to do that. I like to take different um, versions of the Bible and read them. And so, so I pulled up this particular scripture from the message in Matthew 9, and it said this, anyone who accepts what you do accepts me, the one who sent you. Anyone who accepts what I do accepts my father who sent me. And this is the big part, guys, right here. Accepting a messenger of God is as good as being God's messenger. Accepting someone's help is as good as giving someone help. It goes on to say this. This is a hard work I've called you into, but don't be overwhelmed by it. So (laughs) these words were such a blessing to me because I've always thought, just give, give, give. And that scripture frees me up to say, hey, look, it is just as good. It is just as godly to receive a gift. And it's as if you're receiving that gift and that blessing directly from God. So as I've navigated the last two weeks and the rhythms of this new season, this season that I didn't see coming, I'm trying really hard to incorporate the joy that comes from accepting the help of those who love us so well. And to all of you out there, I thank you. You're a blessing to my soul. And I just want you to know what Matthew always says. It is all a gift. So thanks for sharing it with me. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember... Whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself.